Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm here today with Ezra Quinn. Ezra is a friend of mine that I met through the Rotary. And, you know, it took me years before I actually ever joined Rotary. I had known about it. I think I've mentioned that on a couple of other episodes. And Ezra was one of the first people that I met a few weeks into joining the Rotary and just an outstanding young man. I was so impressed. And Rotary does this thing where when we have a new person come, we introduce them, and especially if they bring a guest. And he had just recently joined, and he was each time each person that joins the Rotary gets to go up and you know share like a five minute thing about themselves to just tell ostensibly the members what they do, you know their why and all that good stuff. And so Ezra shared his why, and my mouth was just agape, and I was like, wow, this is a this is an outstanding young man, and I, I wanted to learn more about him, and so we. 
you know, I introduced him to some people that I know that I thought would be mutually beneficial. And then eventually he's had a lot on his plate lately, but we finally got together and today is the day. So Ezra Quinn, how are you doing, man? Oh, I'm fantastic, man. Good, good. I'm glad to have you on. So you run a, you do a couple of things. Actually, you're quite busy and we're going to try to untangle all this, but we're sitting in your beautiful office space here on Huntsville uh, Road, which yeah. is right near where Crossover and what's this? Well, Crossover and Huntsville meet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, but Huntsville also has a number. What's the number? Oh, is it man, 14 I think, or? I think it's like 62. 62, maybe? something like yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, but it's at one end, it becomes Martin MLK. Right. And at the other end, it's Huntsville Road and Huntsville Road comes kind of tees into a crossover. And so they're very close to that intersection, but it's a, it's a, what was once a rental property has now become a therapy collective or kind of like a we workspace for therapists and other folks. And that's not, right. Yeah. Just to kind of, you know, use that term. And then you also have Quinn Homes LLC and you're also in school getting yeah. a nut, one of several degrees. And, and this guy is, this is a really smart kid. So, I mean, just folks, you listening to this episode of the podcast, the brain factor has gone up considerably. So, but no, in seriousness, tell us a little bit about, just give us a little bit of your superhero origin story and how you got to this place. Oh man, where to begin? Let's see, I'll go back and try to move through it quickly. Just after high school, I had no plans whatsoever. You know, I, I kind of didn't aspire to do anything, no goals, nothing, and just kind of piddled around. And then I'll say, so when I was 20, I had my first kid. And that really was kind of a wake-up call for me, getting serious. But at the same time, it wasn't. You know, it didn't help me find a goal or a passion. I just now had this kid and soon future wife to take care of. But I was given the opportunity to travel to Thailand. And I went to a school for boxing. And it was the first time in my life that I was kind of like pushed hard physically. And basically, you train six to eight hours a day, and you kind of just like get your butt kicked. Is all that the Muay time. Thai? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's some and, serious stuff. Yeah. And that was like, so that experience kind of opened my eyes to the idea that like I can accomplish things and yeah. I can, and I can do stuff. So I came home and I was like, you know, I'm going to go to college and do that. So yeah, I quickly knocked out uh, degrees in sociology and criminal justice. And then somewhere along the way, my father died due to a stroke. And that kind of opened up this door to, okay, maybe my heart isn't so good. <laughs> and that was the case. Yeah. And so then I was kind of stuck, like, if I can back up, my goal was to join the military. But then upon learning that, you know, got a bum heart and kind of realizing that sociology and criminal justice wasn't, wasn't really... What I was that interested in, I switched majors or I mean, I completed those, but then I went right back in for physics. And that's always been just like a big passion of mine. So, you know, knocked out the degree in physics, but all the while I was, you know, I had a second kid on the way and my wife and I got into foster parenting. And what I realized is that my bills were piling up and I'm having more monthly expenses and I'm just in school and like not, not really doing anything. So that's when real estate investing entered my life. And then it has completely changed it. I mean, like I went from just, you know, borrowing a small chunk of money and then well, it's been three and a half years now. So I, I took a hundred thousand that I borrowed and I turned it into a multi-million dollar, you know, entity. 
multiple flips going on here in Fayetteville and a number of rental properties between here and Hot Springs and branching into the vacation rental home world. And and it's really just like changed my life for the better. I mean, it's it's been an amazing experience and it's allowed me to get into, open up this facility, the Therapy Collective. And that has its own side story, but essentially mm-hmm. as we're fostering, planning to adopt, we realize that there is a, a real need for therapists in the world. And, and a lot of times they are confined by the facilities they work for and can't really give the clients the help they need for, you know, whether it's insurance reasons or some sort of bureaucratic red tape. And so we thought if we could open this facility, it would give counselors a chance to make the difference that, that they, you know, want to make in their clients' lives. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Certainly. Yeah. And I, I like the idea, though. I mean, when you think about WeWork and WeWork has its applications, and, and I'm using WeWork as a verb in terms of the way that, you know, the organ, the type of uh, facility like a WeWork, and WeWork's having its challenges right now, and we'll, we'll see what, what works what is, out with that. I'm not sure so, WeWork is, is a collective of, basically, they've taken this same idea that you took with building out a space mm-hmm. that is perfectly suited, because you've got all these offices here where- right. If I'm a therapist, I could come in, rent an office, and bring my clients and have them meet here. WeWork does the same thing in cities all over the world nowadays, where they basically go in and retrofit office space to a certain need. They really dress it up. They put coffee bars in and all these kind of things. And then they then rent out or lease out the space to businesses. Okay. So like Google and other firms use WeWork spaces all over the world. Okay. And so that's, it's the same principle and right. they've had some challenges and that's kind of why I was alerting to that for some of the people that are listening, you're familiar with some of the financial issues and, and others that WeWork is having because they got so much VC funding from Japanese companies and a Japanese billionaire that put a lot of money into what WeWork was doing. And then you know, they, the CEO or the founder of WeWork has been relieved of his duties this past year. And a lot of this, they've been under a lot of turmoil. Their valuation yeah. has been cut in half. And so this isn't CNBC, but people get the idea that, you know, I think the idea itself, the principle or premise behind it is great because when you're starting out from an entrepreneurial standpoint, you don't always want to go in and go either buy a building or do something like that. It's right. much easier if you know, hey, I've, I've got three other people that I'm working with. We want to get a space that I can just get for a period of time. And if things work out, then we can progress in advance from there. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, that, and that's the principle behind it. So I think that there's some real advantages and benefits. And, and you're absolutely right. Mental health is a major issue in this country. I'm yeah. switching gears here. And so there is a need to have a type of environment, place, safe place where therapists can come and practice their craft and meet with more people than maybe they could normally meet with because of whatever restrictions may be put on any organization that they work directly for. Yeah. So, and to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, that's our part of our goal is to assist those that want to branch into private practice. And like you're saying, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's like, it, it's scary to take that step and you have no idea what your overhead's going to be. You may not like numbers or even know how to crunch them to understand like what really is going on. Yeah. And so, that's essentially we've created the infrastructure. We just don't have the the license or the skill set to give counseling ourselves. So, you know, if it's a if it's something you've thought about, come check it out cuz you know, it 
it's all there for you. You pay a, a small fee in exchange, you get a whole a business essentially. Yeah. It's a nice place. We're actually meeting in your conference room area and you've got a nice flat panel TV up and you've got a nice entrance area there. It's easy to get to. It's right off the highway. It's just yeah. you know a couple of minutes away. And so it's, it's really nice. And as this part of Fayetteville, and we're on the south side of Fayetteville, so think down by Stonebridge, the golf course and, and everything that's happening there. And if you go over Dead Horse Mountain and all the new housing developments that are there. Roush Coleman is building some new homes right. just up the street here on Huntsville. Yeah. So this area of Fayetteville, I didn't mean to cut you off, but this area is really expanding. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's minutes from campus and downtown. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's almost a straight shot. So yeah. So, and I know some people are listening to this and they want to get back to this because you're a young guy. So tell us, just give us, walk us through just a little bit of this origin of getting some money and then going out and investing and just maybe, you know, so walk us through like that first initial <laughs> investment. What happened? Yeah. How did it how did it work out? And what did you ultimately see that said, you know what, I'm going to, you know, press rewind and do this again. And yeah. then I'm going to do it again. So. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a really exciting time in my life. You know, I had been learning about real estate investing and how it works. And as a numbers guy, it was kind of like, Okay, I mean this all makes sense, and I love numbers, and I can crunch numbers, mm-hmm. and we and I can just make sure, like you make sure there's enough margin in the deal that that you can walk away with something. And so, upon finding money, which you know, not I, always easy. No, that's a difficult and and a skill set all on its own. I I've, sometimes I'm surprised at like who I've convinced to <laughs> to let me borrow <laughs> money from. Right. But the first one was my mother, and of course, you know. Moms are going to help out when they can. Absolutely. So she lent me roughly $90,000. I went to the Washington County courthouse and bought a house for $90,000 at auction. Okay. Yeah. It was a foreclosure and it was just down, it was right down the street from where I was living. It was kind of a perfect like first time. Yeah. And I had no idea what I was, I hadn't even seen the place. I was just, I was convinced, you know, believed in everything about it. And so I get in there. Fortunately, it was not just like complete guard. I mean, people had abandoned it as yeah. well. It was rough, but it wasn't like it was. It wasn't a tear down. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, we, I scraped together any money. I sold a bunch of my possessions to get money to fix it up and we got it fixed and we sold it later that year. And it was just like. You were it, off to the races. Yeah. It was just like this amazing adrenaline rush of, you know, I mean, there's a big risk involved. And there's a lot of work. I mean, it's a 24-hour job. I'm never really off the clock because if it's 11 o'clock at night and I need to go check something out, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, I think the key thing to point out here, because I want people listening to this, I don't want you to just go off and ask your mom or dad for 90 grand <laughs> and then go go to the right. courthouse and buy a house. Because now this particular house that you're talking about wasn't a gut rehab, was it? No. Okay. So, and a gut rehab, for those of you that are listening, is where you've got to go in and take all the walls out and go down to the studs and redo everything. You might have to redo all the wiring. You might have some structural issues that you have to shore up. Certainly you're going to put up new drywall. You may have to put new HVAC in there. So it's a, you know, and every situation is going to be different. So you probably had a couple of things that you had to do and then you were able to get those worked out. And before you know, how, what was the time frame from when you bought the house to when you were able to turn around and put it on the market? Yeah. So I should probably back up a little. My mother is not like 
super well. It wasn't like no, this was a big fun. No, yeah, I just yeah. Really, like, she, but but uh, kids. I mean, parents love their kids. I mean, right, I, I'll right. do anything for my kids. Yeah. I, I may or may not give them ninety grand right. at some point. But this, well, this was a big a big risk for her. And uh, what had happened is her husband had just died, and she has no work experience. She was left with his money. Yeah, and I you know I approached her and said, look, I I, I can give you ten percent on your money. If you let me, borrow, you know, so there's a way of like helping her get, you know, make money uh, yeah. without having experience and, and a way to get me moving. So it was, you know, as the cliche saying, a win-win right. in that situation. So, yeah, I remember it was, you know, I picked it up in August. I don't think I actually got started until like beginning of September. It was okay. late August. And then we sold it December 7th. Wow. That's yeah. a quick turnaround. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's that's some, almost like what you see on HGTV. Cause like <laughs> I tell people all the time, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go out and flip some homes. And I'm like, you know, yeah. all that stuff is staged. And one of the biggest challenges that I've experienced here in Northwest Arkansas is, and coming from Boston, I, I've dealt with trades in the past, but just the lack of an availability of good tradespeople. Right. That was, oh man. Elect- electricians, plumbers carpenters. Yeah. You need, if you're going to buy and flip homes, you need to have a good electrician on speed dial, a good carpenter on speed dial, a good plumber, an HVAC person on speed dial. Yeah. And getting those people in this area is sometimes difficult. I can't even tell the number of times I've been burned by not having, because I had no, no construction knowledge of my own. You know, I've been in school and at the time I was, you know, two years into my degree in physics. So- I mean, no idea how a house even worked, but you know, I've found some people to accomplish that job. And I can tell you, you I don't use from that job. There's no one that still works for me (laughs) because you know, you know, like I didn't know how to get rid of the trash. I like called a junker that just was like, "Well, I'll take it for free." You know, just everything that was in the house, and yeah, I had a guy that did the painting, and it was just a terrible paint job. And there is one guy that there was some water damage, and he you know, went in and cut out the bad wood and replaced it. And I, to this day, I'll use him because he's, he's legit. Good. Okay. I may yeah. have to get his name out for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah. that's it. I mean, but you, you know, you point, I mean, I think it's great. I think I'm glad that you're sharing this journey because people need to understand that it's totally possible. Absolutely. It really is. And even if you don't have a mom or dad that can give you 90 grand, there are other creative ways for right. you to make things happen. You'd Absolutely. be surprised. There's a lot of people that have a lot of money that are just sitting around. And if you come with a compelling plan, right, you can make it work. And there's even banks where yeah. if you can, you know, if you can look at the before value and the appraised value when it's completed right. and there's some margin there, you can go to a bank and make an argument for a loan. Yeah. And you'd and be that's, surprised. That's, a, that's how I work 100% now is, yeah. is with banks. I mean, we have private investors purely because a bank will only lend you about 80%. Right. Uh, so you'd have to come up with that 20. I, you know, I've been successful at this, but I also have four children and, you know, some sick in laws and, you know, people I'm taking care of. So the, uh, it's not like I'm just like rolling in the, in the dough from it. But but it's serving your needs, right? And I can find you know I find a private investor to help come up with the twenty percent, and we we hash out the plan, and then we execute, and and it's been like been really awesome. And in the process, I've been able to pick up rental properties, which is I mean that's like the long term game, right? Are you doing any Airbnb? Yeah. So what had happened is we fixed up a house in South Fayetteville, and as some people know, in South Fayetteville, you know you can get two hundred dollars a square foot, and we were just. So we put everything into this house. I mean, it is like 
you know, top tier stuff. And we put it on the market. It's a thousand square foot house. We put it up for 250,000 and just crickets, nothing at all. And so, you know, what do you do? Well, we've always talked about Airbnb. And so I, and I don't recommend this, but I got a credit card and I maxed it out to buy furniture and we furnished the place. And it has been pretty much a hundred percent occupied really since then and probably making more than you would make if you charged a monthly rent for absolutely 100 percent. absolutely and and it's kind of we've been changing our business model because of this and that you know we have one we just opened on lake catherine in hot springs okay and we're one is under construction right next to the casino Hot Springs. How are you keeping? Uh, do you have family down there, or how do you yeah. know that market? So my my father in law lives down there. Okay. okay, and and he's been in construction, so you know I trust him more than myself. He kind of runs the show for me down there and has the right people. It's almost easier just to hand the reins to him, right, right, <laughs> you know, right. Than, than working up here. Yeah. So how long have you been up here in Northwest Arkansas? Oh man, my whole life. Yeah. I, so my family moved here in '92. And I've been here since then. You know, I've done a little bit of traveling, as I mentioned, right after high school. I, you know, I my life was like, hopefully some people get this reference, but I was is punk rock. And it was like <laughs> that was it. I was just dedicated to the bone. I got on a Greyhound bus and was just kind of bumming around the country for a little while. And so I've I've done some traveling. And I think what I realized in all that traveling was you can leave your town, but you're not leaving your problems. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was just really struggling okay. with like depression and anxiety. And so, you know, I left Fayetteville thinking, if I just get out on the road, like it'll all be fine. And just quickly realized that was that was not true at all. You yeah. know, all those problems, I, I just lug them around with me. And and ultimately, that was like the why that whole thing ended was just I my anxiety and depression was just got worse. As you know, as time went on, and so I just you know wound up back here, but had no plan of what I was doing. And what did you? I mean, what have you? What do you think about the transformation that Northwest Arkansas has taken? Because you've you've been here almost yeah. thirty years. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that? I, I mean, it's to me, it's amazing. I've always loved big cities, and so you know, I, I just can't wait. You know, I don't even know if I'll be alive by the time. But if they start building skyscrapers here, <laughs> or, or like you know, really. Uh, making this place into a metropolis, I think that'd be just really awesome. It would be. It'd be very interesting. So, yeah. And and I think it's funny. I mean, almost the, the, the transformation that's taken place here in Northwest Arkansas is mirrored in your life as well, right? I mean, in all that your experiences. So, what would you say to somebody that was thinking about moving here? What would your advice be to them? I mean, it, it's a it's a fantastic place. Like, I'm I'm really glad to, like, be raising my two... I have two bio kids and two that I'm adopting. So, I'm, you know, the the ones that were young when I was involved in their lives, like I'm just so glad that that was the case. You know, it's real safe and there's good good schools and such and, and all that. Uh, and then even, you know, for the other two, it's like I'm glad I get to be a part of their lives now. And this is, you know, they came from this area. So, you know, if I wasn't here, then they'd still probably be in a – in a bad situation. situation. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's that's a real blessing. I'm sure that they're they're thankful for for that. Any places around here that a guy can go get Muay Thai lessons? Because I don't, I don't oh, think man. that there's you know there's just two things. I've been I've I mean I've done martial arts in the past. I did karate for several years. I did Taekwondo. I also did judo, which I really liked. I, I love grappling. 
and I've I've wanted to take jujitsu, and but I but and I've also heard some really good things about Muay Thai. But uh, is are there any places around here? So where yeah, Muay Thai? when I came back from Thailand, I was like I was just so dedicated. You know, I was still like I'm gonna work out four hours a day, and and you know, and I was trying, but I had nowhere to practice. So I got into American boxing. Which, Which is a good workout yeah, too. I mean, it, that's a, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you don't realize, yeah. like I've been through some boxing workouts and I was just like, oh my, I mean, I was like dripping with sweat. Right. Absolutely. It's just like a whole different ball game. And you think, man, when you, you know, just to, you know, when you, understanding how to tense up and, yeah. and, and and hold your diaphragm in and everything. I mean, it's- It's stamina. It, I mean, oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, if you think, oh, well, it's just people slugging it out. There's so much of a science to it. That's why they yeah. call it the sweet science. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, to answer your question, I have not found a place that I liked, mm-hmm. uh, but I've also kind of been more of a, like a hermit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I don't get out enough. There is a guy, Mark McFan. Okay. Uh, he used to have a, a, like a studio that no longer exists. And I'm pretty sure he just does like private lessons out of his house. Yeah. But, and if I can, if I can shout out to, Old Wolf Barbershop. My my buddy Travis Sorensen, he cuts hair there. He's 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 amazing. But he does he works with Mark McFan and he's showed him jujitsu and Muay Thai. I mean the guy was like he's like a like a retired Navy SEAL who's like been around the world and really? like fighting champions. I mean he's he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah. I mean I know he's I, I need a picture of him so I don't want to mess with I don't want to, you know, talk some smack to him and, and well, you know run into a problem. The, the crazy, he's probably the lowest yeah. he's probably the the most regular dude ever. He's, he's small. He's I know I don't know his exact age, but I know he's getting up there and like kind of maybe arthritic. I don't know him that well, but you know you would never expect it, but like you would not, you know, it's like the old man that would just like, like kick your ass. Like, Quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, no, that I, I love that. So I, um, you know, I mean, there, I, I've noticed a number of, of martial arts places opening up recently. I think there was a place there on rolling, rolling hills and, um, there's a Krav Maga place that has yeah. opened up. So, which is the Israeli martial arts. And right. so there's a lot of good opportunities for that, but it, I just, I think it's interesting how, you know, Sometimes with Eastern philosophies, they have a way of centering people right. in certain ways. And it sounds like that's kind of what you experienced when you went to Thailand and, and it probably helped you a little bit. And then yeah. you probably came back and, and it, it, it just kind of helped crystallize. Things. 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's something euphoric about, you know, running and yeah, just run. I always kind of, you know, whenever I, I got back, it was like if I was having a bad day or tired, I'd go run around Lake Fayetteville, mm-hmm. which... I don't know, five miles maybe. Yeah, I'm not exactly. It's, it's sure. about, yeah, it's about. It's a little less than that, but I was just on that trail the other day. That's the one of the beautiful things. And if you're listening to this and you're not from Northwest Arkansas, we've got trails. Our trails have trails, right? And our trails trails <laughs> have trails. That's how. Yeah. I mean, we just have a little bit of everything. And I didn't realize all of the mountain biking trails off road that exist right around yeah. Lake Fayetteville. On a side note, that's a lot of people we have coming through our Airbnb. Mountain bikers. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought, but they come stay just to hit the trails. Sam Walton's grandsons. I mean, they have basically put Arkansas on the map when it comes to uh, mountain biking. Yeah. And uh, I think it's Stuart and um, Stuart Walton and and maybe a few others. I I don't know them personally, but I know people that know them and they're just really big on extolling all the benefits that Northwest Arkansas has to offer. And mountain biking is certainly one of them. Yeah. So, have you seen the pump track up by, by the Jones Center? 
it's, it, there's only two in North in all of North no. America. There's one in South America, and there's one right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they had the national pump track championship at the Jones Center, which is right up in Springdale. It's I don't the, even know what a pump track is. So, so a pump track is like it's like a BMX track, okay. but for mountain bikes. Okay. Yeah, is it for it's speed? A, it's like for speed. Get, yeah. yeah. You go around. It's okay. really interesting. And so they had the world championships there on a really rainy, dreary October weekend <laughs> last year. Yeah. And people from China and South America and elsewhere came and converged That's awesome. on Northwest Arkansas to get on that pump track. But it's only it's one of only two yeah. in this hemisphere. I mean, and no, not in in I'm sorry, in the in all of the Americas. It, yeah. There's only two. So wow. yeah. So. Uh if I can real quickly jump back to because, you know, mental health is like uh, it's been such a big factor in my life that I'm, and I'm always like trying to share my experience and, and what I've found to help. So uh, when I, what I realized is if I was having a bad day, essentially, if you go out and you run five miles, you will no longer be having a bad day. Right. I mean, like it, it's just something about the, the uh, release of serotonin endorphins. and endorphins yeah, and it's just absolutely. like, it will, you know, like we evolved as a species to work Hard. I mean, there's, that's why we have this reward system of, you know, you work hard and those endorphins are released and you feel good. And so, if you're sitting around not getting those endorphins circulating in your body, like, of course, like, you're going to feel depressed. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, to survive, you had to work hard. And so, you know, and those that feel that that gene is going to win out essentially, because those that are rewarded for working hard and feeling good and, be, and progressing those are the ones that are going to succeed and yeah. keep passing on genes. Absolutely. Now you're getting your master's or you're getting your, your PhD and PhD. Just, wow. Yeah, yeah. They don't really do a math. I mean, I think if you, if you drop out, they just kind of give you a master's for like, okay. Hey buddy, you tried. <laughs> yeah. um, it's serious though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, yeah. How, how, so what's your, what's been your, since you in, entered into the PhD program, what has been your biggest aha moment from a practical standpoint about okay. what you're learning? Yeah. Well, so I just finished my first semester and the next semester starts on Monday. But I, you know, I don't know if this answers your question, but I will say the best thing, like that first week was just amazing to realize the the difference between undergrad versus graduate studies. I mean, I, I love being in the graduate program. Undergrad is kind of miserable. With, yeah. Like there's so many people and nobody really cares. And there's like, there's just like a culture of like, I don't know if it's like trying to, outshine or like outdo people but there's this really like awful like oh that was so easy man like that was no big deal and i'm sitting there struggling like like am, am i just the only one that's being honest about this like this is hard yeah <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh but anyway you know I, i'm in the uh the grad program and, and there's about like eight of us that were just entering yeah and so we're all like good friends now and and like we we go through the same courses together they're very difficult courses and so it's like having a like camaraderie and everybody wants to be there and everybody's yeah. like really fascinated in, in different fields and it's just been like a really amazing experience and what are your thoughts about did you go to u of a undergrad yeah okay so yeah. what are your thoughts about the u of a from an undergrad perspective from a graduate perspective just as a as a university well so i've always been just content going to the u of a i mean like being so well rooted, you know, I had a kid when I was twenty. You know, it was just it was like I'm not gonna try to have a little bit going here. So yeah, I didn't exactly. want to try to like move it somewhere else. Right. And 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 as far as I mean like you get a fantastic education here. You know, I know it's not like the top tier school, but 
and and this is another cliche saying, but it really is like you get out what you put into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to like, you know, get the same education as a as a Harvard graduate. I mean, there are Harvard graduates that, you know, just just rode rode the train and like didn't really learn anything. And yeah. I'm sure. And then there's people from the U of A that are just brilliant, you know. So it's it's all how much you want to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well when you when you when you understand that the uh what is it, the the Rhodes scholarship that started here, or at least came from the gentleman that was here. I think he was teaching mm-hmm. here or correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I actually I have no idea what you're referring to. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost a hundred percent certain and I'm, and I'm sorry I, I don't have this off the top of my head, but I thought that the gentleman and and I'll I'll figure this out. I'll, I'll I'll clean it up and put a note in the show notes to clarify my statement with this. But I know that somebody re- related to the Rhodes Scholarship Program was okay. was from here. And I mean, he's buried right up there by Fayetteville mm-hmm. High School and the the cut through street that takes you to the Clinton House. Okay. So, but yeah. uh, I'll I'll fi- I'll figure that out and I'll, I'll share that with you because I think that's a, that's actually it's interesting when you don't real realize. How many historical figures have come through this area, you know, yeah. let alone Bill Clinton and others. But I mean, you know, there's a lot happening here at the University of Arkansas. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a good place to be. But man, Ezra, I, I could go on and on. I mean, we, I could talk with you all day long about this. And, and again, I really appreciate you taking time to share yourself with our audience here at I Am Northwest Arkansas. And, and you really do epitomize what this area is all about. And especially for someone that's been here for so long. I mean, you're, I guess we could say you're a lifer because that's, that's 30 years is a long time. <laughs> right, so, right. I mean, but, uh, but, but I really appreciate you just coming on and sharing. And so if people want to connect with you, whether with questions about real estate, maybe they, you know, there is a, a therapist that's listening to this episode and wants to, you know, lease out some space from you or just to connect with you in general, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. I mean, if I can preface with like, I, I love talking real estate. It's been, you know, and physics. So, I, I mean, either one, if you want to reach out to me, because I all day. So I guess the easiest way is probably Facebook. Ezra Quinn is my name. But then there is a Facebook for Quinn Homes LLC. And there is a Facebook page for the Therapy Collective. Sure. And there's a website for the Therapy Collective. If you prefer that, it's, it's therapycollectivefay.com. Okay. All right. I'll put that in the show notes. And Everything that, that that we're mentioning today, we'll put in the show notes. And is there a, what's your your preferred email? Oh yeah, so Ezra at quinhomesllc.com. Perfect. We'll we'll make sure that everybody has access to this and they can um, they can reach out to you and, and learn yeah. a bit more about it. I, so I really I can't stress it enough that like uh, yeah I'm a busy guy, but I love to make time to like share and because I'm all about synergy, which. You know, another cliche term, but, <laughs> but it is, I mean, it's unique. It's neat because, because you see it everywhere. I see right. it in physics. Right. I see it in, in real estate. I see it in psychology. I mean, it's, it's like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Right. Uh, and it's a very true statement across the board. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that. I love that quote. So, well, man, thank you so much for meeting with me. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm certainly honored to be a fellow Rotary member with you. And uh, I look forward to getting to know you even better beyond just this podcast and us hanging out at the Rotary. And, and uh, if I run into people that are up and coming or aspiring real estate people, I will certainly point them your way. Yeah. So you sounds know, good. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks, there you have it. Ezra Quinn from the Therapy Collective, Quinn Homes, LLC. He's also a PhD student 
in the physics program at the University of Arkansas. Not to be outdone, he's a father of four kids, a husband, a son. He's a lot of things, and he's a really good dude. And he really epitomizes what Northwest Arkansas is all about. So I'm so thankful that he was on the show today. I hope you really like that. Please, again, check us out online at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We've got a lot of new things happening. We've got a brand new events calendar, and we also have a business listing. So if you want your business listed on the I Am Northwest Arkansas business listing, just reach out to us and let us know. We're starting to fill out this business listing. We will add the Therapy Collective and Quinn Homes LLC to that. But uh, certainly want to, if you've got a business, if you've got a restaurant or anything like that, we want to feature you and add you to the list as we start to expand and really promote and push out this information with all things Northwest Arkansas. So 2020 is going to be a big year. We're going to be moving in a lot of directions. Check us out on Instagram at I am Northwest Arkansas. You can check us out online at I am Northwest Arkansas.com. We're going to be doing a lot of new things this year. I think you're going to like it. We're, we're not even a full year into this podcast, but we're so excited that to be able to bring people like Quinn and others to you. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And we will see you right here next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.